Well, a, a requiem is a funeral mass, and if you wanted to remove any element of religion from it, a requiem is an act of remembrance. And that is what we are here to do today, to remember the Oakland A's, because with a unanimous decision by baseball's owners who only care about money and profitability, the A's are officially on track to move to Las Vegas. With any mass, with any funeral, I want to begin with my condolences. A's fans, you deserve so much better. The minute that Major League Baseball saddled you with John Fisher and Lou Wolf, you were basically done for. And all we have is the near 20 years of John Fisher's A's ownership to prove beyond the shadow of a doubt that he never had any true intent of making things work in Oakland or trying to find a stadium solution. Everything was a bridge too far. Everything was a scenario that probably wasn't going to come true. And when they put forward what I truly believe was designed to be a poison pill, Howard Terminal, the A's would go from, we can't even build on the site of Laney College to, we now are proposing the single most expensive construction project in the history of the state of California. It felt like a poison pill. And the closer they got to actually swallowing it, the closer John Fisher became to the concept of, well, I got to get out of here right now because I need to move to Las Vegas. John Fisher had two decades to do something, to find any solution at all. And again, the man with the most amount of money is in charge of just about any conversation that he's in. He had the money to get a solution done. He never exercised that option. Not really. He wanted the A's to move out of Oakland from the day he bought them. And anything suggesting otherwise has no evidence to actually back that up. In his 20 years, he completely rejected the notion of free agency. Wasn't going to happen. Zero chance of signing anyone that might make a team better. Well, at least he's going to hold on to all that homegrown talent. Nope. That never happened either. The A's were allergic to re-signing their own players. He sat there and he watched his home stadium rot. He watched it actually happen. He did almost nothing to improve it. You got a treehouse, which I've been to, and it sucked. It wasn't great. We all know that. They brought in food trucks. Super duper. Not nearly enough. The man has been unaccountable through every single moment. The only statement I've ever seen from John Fisher to A's fans was released today about, oh, this is hard for me to say goodbye because I cared about, it's just lip service. It's all nonsense. We'll even go through it line by line when it's all said and done here and a requiem for the Oakland A's. Why is this happening? Why is it happening now? I said this earlier and it's the truth. 23 years ago, Gap Stock, which is all he inherited, you know, the billionaire isn't as billionaire as he used to be. Uh, 23 years ago, Gap stock was trading at $49 a share. Two years ago, it was down to $32.50. Today, it starts at just above $13. In other words, John Fisher has lost billions of his billions of dollars. And so he needs an instant, make me right again, profitable move, which relocation is going to be. And you know what? Other baseball owners know this. 
And so they have built in a way to line their own pockets if John Fisher is going to relocate and then sell. From a story written by Bob Nightingale in USA Today, while the A's franchise is expected to rise in value with sweet sales, advertising, and ticket revenue from Las Vegas casinos and resorts, baseball owners inserted a binding protection provision into their contract before approving the deal. If Fisher decides to sell the franchise soon after moving to Las Vegas to make an immediate profit, he will then be heavily taxed on that sale, which would be split amongst fellow baseball owners. Again, screwing over Oakland in the name of John Fisher, finding more profitable profitability is cool as long as they get a piece. I don't ever want to hear another word about diversity mattering, that inclusion matters to baseball ever again. They gave that all up by leaving the city of Oakland, the most diverse city that you would find a major league franchise in, and they're abandoning it for a much smaller, much more touristy, much whiter town than Oakland could ever be. So I don't want to hear it from baseball ever again, that they care about these things. They don't care about them at all. They care about the good publicity that they can make by saying like, oh, we really want more minorities involved and interested in getting into the developmental. No, they don't. No, they don't. The fact that there is an element of homelessness baked into all of this, where the A's are going to be for several years, this on-the-road, barnstorming, without-a-home, vagabond kind of a, a team means that this is all thrown together haphazardly. And what, they're going to play some games at, at 24 Willie Mays Plaza. They might play some games at the Coliseum. They're going to play games in Summerland, where the A's AAA affiliate in Nevada already exists. Let me tell you what they're going to do. They're going to take the least expensive option. Whatever that is, that's the one that they will take because that's who John Fisher is. It sucks. What you're looking at totally sucks. The deal is based on fuzzy math. Now that fuzzy math needs to become real math. But Major League Baseball, with their unanimous vote on this, has basically said, we're going to help this and hammer this through. We're not even going to allow John Fisher to embarrass us and screw this up at this point. So whatever Fisher needs, he will get. And look, to say that this is all John Fisher's fault is to leave out a big part of the story where the city of Oakland has now lost three major teams from all of our major sports in just the last five years. Right or wrong, fair or foul, it is what it is. And that has happened. You either grease the skids of business that allows business to stay, or you grease the skids of business to where business looks for other opportunity. And there was some of that. Oakland is the victim here, but is not blameless in all of this. And the true blameless victim are fans, generations of fans who have been screwed over by this decision. Fathers, sons and daughters, mothers, aunts, uncles, grandparents, the handing down of baseball generationally has now been snapped in the city of Oakland. All I can hope is that the city of Oakland somehow tries to find a way to sue to keep the team's history and name and colors 
in Oakland should they ever be granted an expansion franchise, but I just don't see that happening. And how could anyone at this point? It's all such a shame. And I I know that I might be a very funny messenger for a lot of you A's fans when it comes to this subject, because the A's in 95-7, the game, the station that I used to work for, had a very complicated relationship, and it turned our relationship, me and A's fans, into a complicated relationship. I will let you know that my ratings were so good that we would do better than A's games. The A's would come on at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon because they were on the East Coast, and my ratings would go from Damon is on the air to Damon is off the air, and they would crater. The A's literally kept tens of thousands of bonus dollars out of my bank account because whatever rating success that I would build up during football season, they would then turn around and annihilate during baseball season. Now, is that the fans' fault? In some ways, yes, but in so many other ways, no, because you had an owner that wasn't even trying to put an interesting or competitive team onto the field. What was there to root for? And it sucked. The whole situation sucked, and when it finally came time for that divorce to happen, the A's famously saw Dave Cavill put out the, it's not us, it's you, like tweet with them moving out of of the studios, and that was just PR and a lie. The A's were the worst possible business partners to ever have. And the city of Las Vegas is about to find that out. Like, be careful what you ask for. You're going to get it. Going into business with John Fisher is a fool's errand. Only a fool would do it. Especially a town that was guaranteed to get an expansion franchise. You could have had your own Vegas-born franchise, but no, you are going to take this man's team and provide shelter for someone who would, under his own designs, never even have like an umbrella to hold up while it was raining. John Fisher would rather not spend the money on that umbrella. He'd rather just let it rain on everything and everyone. There was never a moment in time during John Fisher's ownership where he did the right thing by his own team, by his team employees, or by the city of Oakland. And I saw him today for the very first time I can ever remember John Fisher issuing a public statement. It comes on the day that he is getting out of Oakland and he finally has something to say. Let's go through it, shall we? Dear fans of the Oakland A's, it might as well start with dear people I couldn't give a shit about. I know that today is a very difficult day. With the vote of baseball's owners allowing the A's relocation from Oakland to Las Vegas, I share a lot of these emotions. That's a lie. Sadness that our team will be leaving its home since 1968. Are you kidding me? They're throwing a dinner party at his house tonight. A pride in what we've accomplished together. You've accomplished absolutely nothing to be proud of, John. And hope and optimism for the future of the A's in Las Vegas, a market that doesn't want them at all. Only greased politicians wanted this to happen. There is no clamoring for the A's. Since 2005, when Lou Wolf and I bought the team, we focused our efforts on developing a newly privately financed stadium to position the A's for long-term sustained success. That is a lie. 
There was never a, we want to build a stadium. It's, we want to build a stadium with either a mall around it, a hotel attached to it, a community, condos. It was a real estate development vehicle, which they hoped to drive bigger plans around. It had nothing to do with just a stadium. If just a stadium is all they want, they could have built that just about anywhere. But that didn't happen. From the beginning, I wanted to stay in the Bay Area, not Oakland. He says Bay Area, which has been home to my family for generations and the athletics for over 50 years. Even before we bought the team, it was clear the A's needed a new stadium, with the Coliseum being one of the oldest ballparks in the game with huge repair and maintenance issues. Again, which he never addressed. As the man with the most money in the room who could fix everything, just buy a new coat of paint and slap it on, he refused to do nothing. He would let sewage into the dugouts before actually repairing them. We spent nearly all of our time and effort exploring multiple locations in Oakland, Fremont, San Jose, Laney College, the Coliseum, and Howard Terminal in Oakland. For the past two and a half years, we also explored Las Vegas in in parallel with those efforts. Again, all of this is such revisionist history. Um, You never really looked hard in Oakland. Fremont was dead on arrival. San Jose, you knew couldn't happen because of territorial rights. So that was just all a waste of time and performative. Laney College, again, you said it was going to get done, but you never actually told the college you were going to do it. And then the college was like, hey, that's not happening. So that was a huge embarrassment. The Coliseum, again, there was a huge parking lot there that you could have built in. You could have solved your problem right there. But no, you needed a ballpark village and everything. And Howard Terminal was proposed as, again, the single largest construction project in the history of the state of California. And it wasn't enough to have a brand new stadium you needed to build a glass Abu Dhabi around the stadium. And when that actually got close to happening, that's when John Fisher, like all rich kids who brought the ball to the game, just took his ball and went somewhere else. I fell in love with the history and community around the A's from the beginning of my affiliation with the team. That is a lie. John Fisher couldn't be seen at a single A's community event, not never. I have no evidence of him ever showing up to make a generous donation in any way, shape, or form, to host an evening for a community benefit, whatever the hell that is supposed to even mean. John Fisher has been eternally non-present during the entirety of his ownership, and that's because he was rich enough to insulate himself from accountability, public, media, scrutiny. He, he, he was there for none of it. I fell in love with the history and community around the A's from the beginning of my affiliation with the team. I felt that I was in a unique position to succeed in building a new home for our team, which is critical to having a sustainable winning team on the field for the A's. However, after the last six years of working on keeping the A's in Oakland, the hurdles proved to be too great. Too great for you. Too great for you, John, because you have no idea what business acumen truly is. There's never been a success in your life that wasn't inherited. No element of John Fisher's success has ever been earned. He has no political capital, no political will, no juice at all to get anything done. We see what men with political will and capital actually do, Joe Lacob, when it comes to building something quickly. Look at what Lacob did. So John Fisher is a liar right to the very end with this total nonsense stadium that he has put out. 
We were unable to get a binding agreement from the city with rising costs of infrastructure, making it harder and harder for the city to pay its part to do the project. Why don't you pay for it? And by the way, the city of Oakland was getting very close to approving just about everything you asked for there, John. The opposition from maritime interests rising significant doubts we could ever get a stadium built. Again, why are you trying to build on the water? Just do it at the Coliseum site with the BART stop and everything that you got right there. But no, again, it was never about a stadium. It was about a financial boon that only a brand new neighborhood around a stadium could really present for this guy. In May of 2021, baseball gave us permission to explore Las Vegas as an alternative market outside of concern, and they really never looked back from that. The need for a new stadium was reinforced by the 2022 collective bargaining agreement between baseball and baseball players association, which says the A's must have a binding agreement for a new stadium by January, 2024 or lose revenue sharing. In other words, we needed to be self-sufficient by 2024. And that was too much for me. Again, if you're looking to do something, if your project lasts for six years and at the end of that six years, you have no, you have nothing to show for your project. It means you didn't know what you were doing and you were unqualified to begin with. We came to the difficult conclusion that we would not be able to have a binding agreement in Oakland by the January, 2024 deadline. Again, a deadline that they've abandoned before it actually reached. <laughs> they're, 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 who knows what might have happened? We'll never find out because John Fisher took his ball and went home. Uh, the threat of a referendum delaying the process further confirmed that decision. Then he goes on to say, I want to thank the mayor's office, the port, the city, the state, and most importantly, A's fans, our own employees. Remember, those A's fans and employees that he tried to screw over massively during the pandemic, he could have been uh, a safe harbor in an unsure world. And what he decided to do was lay everyone off he possibly could and cut as much funding and as much resource and and for a franchise that had very little funding and resources to begin with from everyone. There has never been a single moment where John Fisher was willing to take a smaller bite of an apple to leave a bite for anyone else. Never once. All I can say is we worked as hard as possible for six years to find a solution in Oakland. That is a lie. John Fisher was no account not to be seen in any of these trying so hard to find a solution. He would send his empty suit emissary, Dave Cavill, to just about everything. There was never John Fisher working on anything, ever. And again, six years, you've owned the team a lot longer than six years, buddy. And you even said in your own statement that you identified all these problems as existing before you even bought the team. So who twiddled their thumbs more frequently than John Fisher? The answer is no one. To our fans, I'm truly sorry. That is a lie. While I know this, this, that today is a sad day, we're going to be popping bottles of champagne you could never afford in my Pacific Heights mansion. Oh, no, wait, that's not part of the, 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 the statement, but it probably should be. While I know that today is a sad day, I hope that it's also a start of a new and bright future for the Oakland days. Sincerely, John Fisher, A's managing partner and owner. Every other sentence in that is a lie. It's a fabrication. He never once granted an interview to a single media entity that could actually ask him a follow-up question of circumstance. There is no accountability from a man who has no business acumen and no talent. And all I'm going to tell you is A's fans or City of Las Vegas and any 
the future A's fans that are about to be born there, just get ready to be screwed over because I'll tell you exactly what's going to happen. He might get his new ballpark. He might go ahead and make more money than ever before. Just like I'm sure the Pittsburgh Pirates did when they got their beautiful new ballpark and sweet sales. And what did that do? Did that turn into any winning at all to be seen in Pittsburgh? No. And look, you know, if you want to root for a team that's similar to the A's, well, I guess that's what the Giants have become. They even got Bob Melvin and a really terrible business model that produces a whole bunch of who are these guys can't even recognize them. So if you're looking for a team that is, you know, mired in mediocrity, the the Giants could be an option for you and you get a gorgeous ballpark. This is such a shame. And then to just the Bay Area baseball fan that always appreciated having both the National and American Leagues right here. John Fisher's robbed that from everyone. Look, I, I, I can only just tell you in my own life what baseball means. And baseball means less now than ever before. A move like this should resonate across the entire baseball community in such a negative way that baseball should mean less to everyone based on this move alone. It's gross. Baseball owners time and time again prove themselves to be gross. What has happened here is gross. I don't ever want to see another statement about diversity mattering. I don't ever want to say about an outreach to a black community ever. Like, just stop it. Just stop it. All of it was lip service to begin with. Today, it's proven conclusively that it was nothing more than bullshit. The most diverse market in baseball has been abandoned by Major League Baseball with a unanimous vote, even though they know they're voting for an untrustworthy owner to do this. They have ceded the huge, huge land of milk and honey that is the developing Las Vegas sports media market to this guy. You deserve it. You deserve all that comes with John Fisher. Good luck, Las Vegas. You're going to need it. A's fans are, like, again, our complicated relationship has been well documented. But I hope that you now realize that so much of what I told you has, has come true. And I was just the bearer of bad news years before you ever wanted to hear it. I saw what John Fisher was doing. I called him out on that. And you hated it. And you hated me for it. And you hated the station that I was working for at the time for it as well. When all I can tell you is that if you're in the business of ratings, you cannot be in the A's business. Because they are the antithesis of that. They are the opposite of successful and well-run An important man would have found a way to make Oakland better. An important man would have used his position of power to better the city of Oakland, to find the right stadium, to pay for it himself, and then share it with a community that could use it. He did none of those things. He took his ball and he went home. So screw that guy. I tell you at the end of so many shows that sports doesn't build character It reveals it. Well, the character of Major League Baseball, its owners, and particularly John Fisher, has been thoroughly and utterly revealed. I am so sorry to generations of A's fans who deserved better. 
Had any other ownership group been allowed to buy the A's other than Lou Wolf and John Fisher, who used his buddy-buddy relationship fraternity brothers with Bud Selick, former commissioner at the time, to get the deal done, this wouldn't have happened. Successful, actual businessmen would have found the solution that escaped John Fisher's entire life. That guy sucks. A's fans, you deserve so much better. You really did.